As you can tell today, my voice is not at 100%, but I still have one, so we're going to keep pushing. Welcome. Welcome to Her Roots Podcast. And as you heard in the beginning, I always love my mama. Why y'all think I'm playing that? Because my mama here. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey, Crystal. Hey, mom. I just feel so special on this morning. <laughs> as you should, because my mama here. I got my mama, but I got my grandma. Come on here. What's up, girl? Hello, Divas. I always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Into way. So, we are back, episode seven. Mm -hmm. And, of course, um, we know that the number of seven represents completion and... um, Yeah. Completion and everything. Yeah. So we we every episode we gonna say what it represents. Well, we gonna try it till I don't know those numbers. I don't have a problem saying because I, I don't know them. everything. But we can look them up. But okay. most numbers mean something in the Bible, right? You know, God is very paid as new beginnings. Yeah. So we are gonna have to really come with it next. Oh week. yeah, we gonna come with it. Okay. Y'all just make sure y'all here so when we come with it, y'all can catch it. True. true so true. yeah, the number of completion, um, number of wholeness. And so we feel like, you know, we're being whole through this whole process. And we thank you guys for coming along with us. And so today is very special. It is. Because her roots has the root with them. And so we just going to chat it up. Yep. Right? That's Mama, you got like to say? I have a little bit to contribute, I think. <laughs> Y'all remember when we talked about her last time? We say Louis be having something to say. I call her Louis. Louis be having something to say. She does. So, me out there kind of rough. <laughs> you know you want John Gray number, though, don't you? You know I love the people. <laughs> she loves she the love people. She care about the kingdom. She cares about she the kingdom. Does. She do not play. She go hoard, hoard, hoard. Yeah, she don't play about the kingdom. She sacrificed for the kingdom. She believe in the kingdom. She do. So, let's get started. Her rules power. Podcast, go, Chris. Let's go. What's been going on? What happened to you last week? What's going on with you? How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty cool. I can't even... Oh, yeah. I really don't remember too much. I was supposed to go to an event. I didn't make it, but I was able to spend some time with my grands. Okay. And you know what? One thing I did is I went to a Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it just blessed my life. Anybody knows anything about Goodwill, sometimes you go far out just to see what's different. Mm-hmm. And um, I was supposed to go with somebody, but they thought about <laughs> shopping with me. And then they decided. They changed their mind. She changed their mind. She texted me. She was like, I'm just going to sit this one out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had such a ball there. Which one did you go to? Was it well, far out? It, we're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. I went to a suburb. I don't want to say where, because then what if everybody start going? I know. Then I gotta go back. Your right. Stuff. And then we take stuff. You know we so funny like that. We shouldn't be. I went we, to a one in Oak Creek. Yeah. Anyway, um, and just spent some time. I like spending time shopping by myself. But my car was so full. That if my friend had came, I would have had to come back and get her. Really? <laughs> it was so fun. So when I pulled up at the house, uh, my husband was looking at me like, what did you do? And most of it was for... Was it for like the house? Because it was you... for the house because okay. we were doing things in the house. So it was it was a good thing. So I think I that's thought... what I did. And then got a little under the weather on Sunday. And, yeah. and haven't been feeling 100%. But I'm here. But you, I know you here. You could have just said, you know what? I ain't going to even be able to do it. I don't know. But then y'all to miss me. We can't have that. True. So... Anyway, Ma, what you do? What did I do? The weekends are so hard. Um, I started getting busy on Friday night. Oh, I had a a pretty uh, social weekend, which is... That's good for you. Unusual. Right? (laughs) Last week, I went to lunch three times and to dinner once. That's a lot. And then on Saturday, my um, my sister friend had a birthday party. Man. Was it lit? Yes. <laughs> Come on here, be in these streets then. Yes, yes streets. it was. Yes, it was. It was wonderful. You do be in the streets, though. Yeah, you know, t- she celebrated her um, her birthday and also uh, her new house, and it is gorgeous. Oh, that's nice. She deserves it. I was so happy for her. Aww. And so you know, I was out a little bit on Saturday. I just really had a full weekend. You deserve it. I did. Mm-hmm. I had a very full weekend. Um, Sunday I had church several times and um <laughs> see a sister that got she that got used to not going to church all the time. <laughs> you know it's a little bit different. <laughs> you don't got to touch with yourself now. Listen, here's church. I do value my time and my space. <laughs> Thank you. But the Lord was good. Awesome. So it was great. I had a really good weekend. Awesome, yeah. Mama. What you do, Chris? Um, on Saturday, I went to the Bucks game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was cool. I saw your little video mm-hmm. story. My Insta story. On social media. I love Insta stories. I know, It's right? Insta, and that's it. <laughs> if you don't get it, then you ain't got if it. If you don't catch it, oh, well. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, that was fun. Um, what else did I do? I mean, that was like a highlight. Nothing much, just relax. Just relax. Yep, just relax. All right. Did you catch Mark Madness? It's always important to take some time to relax, especially if you're busy a lot. Yeah. You know, right. I know, I know for me, all that people interaction, it that takes a lot out of me. Yeah, yeah that's so, true, Bernie. You know, that is true. She it drains me. Last time. It, it takes some time to reset. Is that because that. like we're kind of introverted? I do believe. Yeah. Because it drains it. me. Yeah. As I grow older, I become more and more like my <laughs> mother I say and that my again? sister. Lord. Um, that introversion is is right in the genes. Yeah. It is. That it is. is. That is one of our roots. I mm-hmm. think I'm the kind of person. I come out, but then I go back in. Yeah. Once I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I like to hang out and kick it, but I like to be at home. Yes. And relax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I did some reading, though, this week, too. And I have, I have so many books that I'm like in between. 
like all what? the time. What's some of the books you, you have? Um, I'm reading Malcolm X book, which is long overdue for me. I had it for a while, so I'm reading that book. I'm in between that book. I'm in between. I still have to finish Michelle Obama on audio. I got like three chapters left. Okay. And then I have to finish the Von Franklin book. I got like a couple chapters. That looks good. It's really, I really good. I saw his interviews. Yeah, it he does a lot really of good. interviews. What's the name of it again? What the book? I don't know. What man? I I'm just tongue tied. I can't. Okay, that's remember. okay. But he does the Von Franklin does interviews. Yeah, it's on not YouTube. what men want, but yeah, he does interviews on YouTube with different men. In the industry, whether it be the yeah, Christian those are industry, really uh, music industry, mm-hmm. um, um, performance industry, whether it be acting or whatever, and he, they just talk about things in regard to men. So yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Those are really, really good. So I'm I'm always in between a lot of books, a lot of books. The Truth About Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Truth About Men. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so I'm like almost done with that. Like, does it, does any of you guys be just in between books or you just finish Oh, yeah, straight? I got several books I'm reading. Yeah. Got to finish up Michelle Obama's book. And then um, I'm reading a book now called The Dangerous Calling. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the pastoral ministry and the, the ministry and the pastoral culture mm-hmm. um, oh. that we're in right now. And okay. how... It is not the most healthy culture, right? For the pastor, and um, oh, really? For the pastor? Huh? For the pastor? Who is that by? Um, it's by Paul David Tripp. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very insightful book, um, especially if you are in ministry or embarking upon ministry. Mm. Um, what's you know? unhealthy? Like, what's some of the um points or whatever? Well, you know, it talks about. <clears throat> excuse me. He he really starts from the point of seminary. Oh, okay. In that you know you go you know you go to seminary, um, if you do go, there's seminary classes and that, and so many times the professors are just pushing you through to get the information. You, right. You're paging through, you're examining the scripture to know it, you know, but not to allow it to live in you. Mm. And so you're looking at it from a very uh, esoteric point of view, and that the. The best seminarians or the best professor professors are intent about pastoring their students. Because mm. okay. you get to seminary, you leave your home church, right. you go to seminary, you're in essence without a pastor. Ah. The t- especially if you live on campus and right. things like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so then it talks about the danger of learning all the tools for ministry and that and then not internalizing the word of God. That's a component. Mm. The next component is it talks about impact in the pastoral culture how um, our culture now tends to separate the pastor from the people. Yes, that's yeah. true. And that's how true. that is that's so true. very unhealthy. That's true. And that the church was designed, really, that we're supposed to feed off and, and, and uh, glean from each other. Okay. Whether you're a pastor, right. a first lady mm-hmm. at the family, um, an usher. Right, you know, right, we're all, right. We're supposed to be able to glean from each other. So it, it, there's a lot in there. So you think that. it hits on the us and them thing? Absolutely. You know, because like now in church, it's a us yeah. and then it's a them. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be careful Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. It's so, so dangerous, you know, and, you know, everybody doesn't get to see it, but sometimes you get to see it and you get to see the pitfalls. Right. In having that kind of paradigm. And it, it's not good for the pastor. It's not good for the church. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, when you was talking about that separation, when you separate like that, when you need 
each other, you can't find each other because yeah, you're so exactly separated. Right. So, like, point. if you go through something as a pastor, well, your people have put you on this high pedestal. Right. Yeah. They can't. They can't deal with you. It's hard through. for you to go through. Or if you yeah. go through as a member, right. you feel like you by yourself because you're so far away from your leader. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you don't feel like they can even relate. You feel like they yeah. can't relate. Yeah. Through, I okay. want to do that connect to when you were talking about mom an episode or two ago. How pastors have been dying early. Oh, so being not able to express oh, committed suicide, yeah, yeah. absolutely, because of you yeah, know, you feel because like of the state of it. One of them talks right about now. the missing community. Okay, and that you don't have the you know as a leader sometimes it depends on you know what culture you're in. Right, but that the prevailing culture is that the leader is not a part of the community where they serve. Right, and we're training people to do ministry, but we don't partake of that same ministry ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so then, where do we get that from? Because huh. we spend most of our time doing ministry. We may have friends across the country. Right. But how do you get to them? Or what time do you, when do you, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be able to benefit from the ministry that we implement in our church. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, and so it's it's very difficult to do that when, for whatever reason, there's that us and they, you know, that we and they syndrome. Right. Yeah. It's just, you you know, you don't feel comfortable. And it's a trust issue it for is. pastors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always the pastor's uh, fault, so to speak. I agree. I agree. Um, it, there's a trust issue. Who do you trust? And sometimes we're not able, as the congregation, we're not able to receive people as normal. Right. Because we're yeah. looking for somebody. You want to put somebody on the greater yeah. than us, especially yeah. now. Like, yeah. yeah. You want yeah. you want somebody to look up to mm-hmm. because you yeah, don't want to so believe needy. they we're just so, got issues like you. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're so needy. We we got parenting issues we need we need a, a pseudo parent we need a pseudo this and right, a pseudo yeah. that because we didn't get this and we didn't get that and we see it in this individual and so we don't really want them to be that's yeah. true um, that gotta sometimes. be a heavy weight to carry as a leader yeah it is a heavy it weight is. to carry gotta you, be know, a heavy you weight. gotta press through that and say hey wait a minute mm-hmm. you know I'm just like y'all mm-hmm. because it does what it does is just removes some of the stigma from when I have a problem right when it becomes mm-hmm. exposed well, right. you know, I'm evolving like you evolving. Right. I'm saved, but I'm being saved mm-hmm. just like you being saved. Right. Yeah. You know, and I will be saved just like you will be saved if I'm allowed to go ahead and, and complete uh, my sanctification process. So, mm, that's yeah. deep and heavy. You done took us there, girl. Got good. me thinking. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, so we're we're all in between books. Um, we're not all in between books. <laughs> Reading up on stuff. No, my baby don't say she don't read. No, you said it already. I know I did, but no, I do got a couple books, some friends books, like I was saying earlier. You know, I mean, since we're all on here too, uh, I'm glad you blessed us with the Jesus Calling book. Oh yeah, shout out, shout out to you. That's a wonderful devotion. I love it. I love it. I read. I was reading every day. I lost my book, so I gotta go get another one. That little book could get you together. I'm you know trying to tell you. It would. You, know, you I, might be thinking you're reading for inspiration. But yeah. yeah. You, it's correct. And, it it's, and it's timely too. It is. And it's weird because it's every day, 365 days. You don't have to buy a new one. Right. You can start the next 365 days Sorry. and it still works. It's still yeah. perfect. So yeah. you know a lot of times I would tell people when I try to recommend this book, I've given it to different people. I pray for the writer. Uh-huh. I pray for the author. Her name is Sarah Young. Yeah. Because the book has blessed me so much. You need a devotional every day, especially mm-hmm. for people that don't 
know how to get into the word or uh-huh. read the Bible every that's day. True. Yeah, that's I think true. it's real good for that. Yeah. Because whatever um meditation she has, she always attached scripture to it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I say a prayer for her. And I think a devotional uh helps you to want to be a seeker and then yeah. read the word. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta get mine. But a couple of my friends wrote books, so um I got a book that I'm reading her name by Celeste. Cuffy, mm-hmm. a book that I'm reading by Kenyatta Sinclair. Okay. Um, you're supposed to get that book to me. Kenyatta's oh yeah, book. I gotta. Get, I Kenyatta, I gotta get your book for <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> and she'll come through for you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and there is one more, uh, Kara Harris. She has a book that I'm I'm reading. So the books I'm really kind of in, and I still got to finish uh, Michelle Obama's. But the books I'm reading are. Books of friends. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. I know, right? Okay. You're rooting for those ladies. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for that's them. That's cool. Okay. <sighs> what else? Um, that's our weekend. So let's go into this week in review. It's Ooh. always a lot of things going on. Tons. In the news. Tons. Um, this Friday, ladies, um, the movie Little is coming out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the producer, she's the producer, right? Yep. Mar- executive producer. Executive producer. Mm. Yeah. And she stars in it. And stars in it, making history at just age 14. I know. It's yeah. Amazing. Marseille. Marseille Martin. Martin. And she's in there with Issa Rae. And Regina Hall. And Regina Hall. It's going to yep. be funny. We need a girl's thing to go see it. I'm yep. excited about that. Take my nieces. They yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, they want to. I thought we had planned it. Kind of oh, did we? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, I think we did plan it, so we have to just make it happen. I did see some haters pushing up against it. Like, why pay, people can't get their own original content? Because, you know, it's adaptation of um, Big from in the 80s, Adam, I believe. Adam Sandler's. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> y'all cop, you know, well... People have copied mm-hmm. African American culture, African American productions, right. and all that. So yeah. it's not necessarily cop. She's putting her own twist on it. Yeah. And the Bible saying nothing new under the sun. Anyway. I was just gonna say that a lot of people put <laughs> twists on things. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's just do. how history and is. And you know the humor is gonna be so different. It is. So it's not gonna be the same movie. It's gonna oh. definitely be culturally different. <laughs> the trailer is uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be so different anyway. Cause yeah. when I saw the preview, I didn't think about big at all. I just B, thought about little. B, you forgot about big. Black mama, black whipping. mama whipping. Yeah. So that's yeah. hilarious. That. That's hilarious. Um, another thing in the news: Beyonce. She's always coming, coming to Netflix. Out. She is coming to Netflix. Hey, don't you love her? Do, just when I you do, think she's I just do. chilling. Bam. That she come with it. She come and with it. what we talk about before, how she just silently... Yeah. I love it. Moves. I love it. Silently making you know, moves. She don't make a lot of noise. She no. don't make Until she get ready. Until she make noise. Yes. And then the Man. noise is coming. And yeah. you know, I think I'm going to have me like a little ladies thing at my crib. We're going to watch it. Yes. We're going to watch I it. I see you. <laughs> yes. We're going to sit back and chill. That's going to be lit. I know, I right? mean, I watched the Coachella... And I did watch it for two hours straight. Yes. She had me up at two I something in the morning. I watched it more than once. I watched it more than once. Really? Yeah, I did. You're probably the beehive? <laughs> you know, I don't sting, though. I don't sting either. And I think in order to be a part of the beehive, you have to be able to sting. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a stinger. I'm not you a stinger. You think I don't? Why are you looking at me? My mama looking at me crazy. I don't sting about be. 
Beyonce. I don't sting. I stand for. Okay. But I'm not gonna sting somebody because they come up against. Yeah, them. I'm not a stinger. Oh, okay. I, I mean, you. a bi don't play. Mom. They don't. If you say something about her or you whatever's kicking up against anything that got anything associated with her, they mm-hmm. coming for you. Wow. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't gonna do all that. Yeah. Okay. I just gonna stand for. That's what know. they mean by sting. Yeah. Like, was it somebody back in your time that you would just you would just go hard go for hard them? for? That I would. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, back in the day, you know, we were kind of, we were kind of protective of Oprah. We didn't like, okay. we didn't Oprah. like people messing with Oprah. Yeah, and, you know, because she, she just was doing her thing. And it's like was. you appear, so yeah, yep. I can see that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, there were a few people. Yeah, you know, we, we didn't like it, and you know, of course, the civil rights leaders and yeah, things like true. that. Yeah, true. That's true. We didn't play about that. Yeah, didn't didn't play about that. That mm-hmm. is true, mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. I was only thinking music, but you went deep. Yeah, you ready. Yeah, yeah, I had to protect and, and, you y'all. Know, for us, it's a different thing because we so hard on each other. That is mm-hmm. so true. You know, you'd be stinging, stinging, stinging all the time, and you know, we just, we just hard on we each hard other. Hard on each That's other. True. You know, it's 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 unfortunate. It is. Yeah, but so real, ain't it? That is definitely. But yeah, true. that's gonna be an event. Yes, it is. It is. I think it's April seventeenth. That's gonna come out. It is. <laughs> you have it marked on your calendar, and I'm probably gonna already watch it before I have my friends come over. Yeah, just so you can kind just of guide so I can already them know. Cause you know yeah. when people come over, we be talking, right? And you, doing and other you don't things. Want to miss I don't want to miss That's nothing. That's true. I don't want to That's miss true. nothing. I'm not lying. I don't. So I'm definitely excited about that. Yep, I am too. I am. Uh, what else is in the news? What What you got, mom? I have um a few things. Joy and Megan on The View. Mm. Let me tell y'all. I did hear about <laughs> I don't that. know if y'all watched The View, but um, I can't watch it, but I listen to it, you know, just for the um, hot topics every day. Mm-hmm. And um, it's already a contentious atmosphere sometimes because everybody's expressing their view. And then you know how women are. We can get a little heated. Let me play something for you guys. He wanted Kirsten Nielsen to be fired. He said Kirsten Nielsen is flailing and her department appears utterly paralyzed under ineffectual leadership. So the question, too, is if people like Lou Dobbs and Laura Ingram are dictating policy and who has a job in the White House and who doesn't, at this point, why don't you just make Lou Dobbs the person in charge of this since this is the person it seems that you are listening to when it comes to this? That being said, just one more thing. This is a hardline issue for people who live in border states. Many friends of mine, this is the number one and only issue. And if we sit here and act like there isn't a crisis, that it's just, it's crazy people living in border states that think that there's a crisis at but like, like I just said, like I just forward. said, this guy who's coming in wants to help those countries. That's the way to solve the problem. Keep them there happy or whatever. Solvent. Give them a house. Give them food. Help them. Help their children. Give Stop the, Nicaraguan, the, pro- a, stop a the crime rates. Well, we've had a I'm bunch of liberal guests who do not Hold want on. to send an aid I at listen all. to you. Let me just finish. <laughs> yeah, part of your job is to listen to me. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so here's the Whoa. Here's what... <laughs> That's. Whoa. Stop the presses. <laughs> now, The View is an atmosphere or a platform for women of different backgrounds to get together and express their views, their ideas about different things that are going on in the world. And so, Joy Behart has been on there forever. Mm-hmm. Megan McCain, the daughter of John McCain. She is there, too. I think she's only been there a few years. Maybe two. But she's very expressive. Mm-hmm. And um, as you heard here, she let Joy... Oh, Jesus. She let Joy know 
what her job was. Mm. Now, Joy been there for for some years. Yes. But I guess Joy needed to be reminded of mm. what her job was by this young lady. I'm speechless. There are so many points in this. <laughs> and um, I love my white sisters and brothers. But this here is clearly white privilege, uh, class privilege. Elitism. Elitism. Um, disrespect to your elders. Right. Oh. Yeah. Just total entitlement. Have you ever been around people who feel so entitled? They say what they want to say. And then if you say something to them, mm-hmm. oh, they in their chest, they feel like you offended. How dare you? I, this is how she comes. I, when I, I, my eyes bucked and I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching it. My eyes just like, did she just say that to her? Yeah, my first initial thought was just the lack of, dis- you know, respect. Lack of respect. Yeah. I, I saw it mm-hmm. uh, when I was watching Monday and I saw it. And my heart started beating fast. I, was like, I didn't know what was going to happen next. Right. You know, and Joy's face. Yes. I mean, she's, who is very, very rarely lost for words. Right. Yep. She, she was so taken aback. She didn't know. She said, she didn't I can't remember what and, I and, said. And she, didn't, she didn't react to it. Right. At all. Because I think she was frozen. And I think she probably was self-protecting. Right. You know, because you know, because now you know she can get her. She yeah. Can get her. She, she can get her. her alive. You know, and then the other thing, I know you didn't play the full clip of it, but the next piece oh, of I it. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. The next piece of it is you knew something happened. Because Whoopi sprung into action so quickly. She did. She usually yeah. let them go for a minute. What she say, Grandma? She said, well, now what we not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's not, that's not her TV. Yeah. Jargon. Yeah. That's her little, let me tell you something, little girl. Yeah. That jargon. Yeah. You know, she, she checked her but so that's why fast. Whoopi yeah. is so good for that. Absolutely. Because she, I like, I'm already whooping. Yeah, absolutely. I have nothing to lose her game. Yeah. When y'all cut sick, up, I'm going to let y'all know. She was out sick for a long time because, you know, she had pneumonia. Yeah. yeah. She almost it was died. different. It was different. And you could tell Joy was like, you know what? This is getting on my nerves. <laughs> she yeah. don't say like she probably had more respect for Whoopi's position. Yeah, like she I know do. she had respect for Whoopi, yeah. but it was just like she does it once a week on Friday because we yeah. only work Monday through Thursday. But that continual and all that you that I, wasn't you know, for it was evident that you know this is getting on my nerves. But you yeah. know what, people gotta know. Where they place is That's too, right. and Joy is so cool with knowing why she there. She is. She know what she there for. She not intimidated yeah. Yeah. by all these mm-hmm. different people. Yeah. I ain't trying to get your seat. Yeah. I ain't trying to knock you down. This is where I'm at. And, and she my loves seat where she's warm. at. She like my seat been warm for a long time. Yeah, I ain't thinking about you, but yeah. it just tripped me out when she she just looked dazed, and then she just said, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, it would. I mean, we'll be checked it in right away she because did. it was so. Disrespect. But that's it why was. it's so important to have wisdom in the room. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Because yeah. a lot of times you got all these little smart miles and everybody running stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have no wisdom in the room to cut out the foolishness, yeah. it's going to be chaotic. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it, sometimes it takes a woman of season, a woman of experience, and all of that to that's say, true. hey, mm-hmm. we And we their going panel is like, a woman of confidence. Yeah, a woman of confidence. Yeah. Of confidence. Yeah. So yeah. She's not afraid of Megan. She's not. Yeah. And you know when Megan's 
said it. She just dropped her head like she ain't said she nothing. Yeah. Like she was in top. Because their panel mm. is, it has that intergenerational. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Thing going on. Yes. Yeah. But just. Even Sonny was frozen. She was just uh, like, yeah. And Sonny and Megan are good friends. They are friends. But Ooh. you know, Sonny know who Sonny is. Yeah. She never, you know, she knows where she comes from. Yeah. And she knew she had crossed the line. She, she was, You know, she, she was looking like, you know how um, you can be sitting around the table and all the kids around the table, somebody mess up real bad. Yeah. Like, you know, when I heard it, that's how I felt. Yeah, I was just like, I felt like I was yeah. gonna get checked. Yeah, I did. I I just felt like, oh my god, like I yeah. clutched my pearls. Cause the look on Joy's face was, she she could have turned that. But what hurt me is that Megan McCain act like she did nothing. Yeah. Cause then they went into the next topic and she just. Kept but that's her talking. roots. That's I mean yeah. that's who she is. Entitlement. That's who she Total is. Elitism. And every topic is something about her. She takes it to a whole. Yeah. You can be talking about dying children in Africa. Yeah. Somehow, some way, it's gonna have something to do with her, mm-hmm. her daddy, or her friends. And they brought her on to have that that balance and to bring yeah. that intergenerational perspective. Right. But and that other political. Right. And that other political. Remember, perspective. they got rid of the other girl because they felt like she wasn't strong. Yeah. Against the Democrat, wow. and they thought her voice wasn't as strong. Right. As it needed to be, you know, they're moving into a political time. Right. And stuff like that, and so they did bring Megan in for her political views, but she tries to write off her father, but her father would have never no done that to a senior statesman. He would no. never have done that. No. That is so not his character, and so it it, 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 it was a shame. Total arrogance. Yeah. Total arrogance, and I to me she almost should do like a public apology because everybody that's true. Mom. They were tweeting about it. Yeah, they were talking. About, I, you know, and it ain't that you hate her. Mm-hmm. It's just like what is wrong with you that mm-hmm. you would do what you just did. Right, it's, it's the view. Yeah, so you get to discuss your view. Right. Oh, that was, but you got to be respectful too. You got to be respectful. Yeah, well, and, Goldberg took care of it. Yeah, she did. She did, she did. right away. Oh, she did. She did. I, that kudos. <laughs> you talking about what I what happened when I saw her in the news? That was enough for me. That took a lot. Shout I am to gonna say shout out to um, Virginia because I watched um, the championships for college basketball yeah. NCAA. Okay. Uh, we had an impromptu gathering on Monday. We had people over and we was watching the game. We got all excited. Wow. You know how quiet your daddy is. He was up cheering. He Cheer. was yes. Yeah, that was their first championship. I know. And they yeah. were in it last year. Yeah. Uh, Virginia was in it last year, but they got knocked out of the first round. The first game. Yo, wow. was the first game? Look at Was it girl? It was, yeah, girl. That was <laughs> That's what they told you. And it was, they said it was an embarrassing loss because oh, they, wow. got, yeah. they got beat by the last team. You know, like, oh. who was at the lowest on the road? Well, won't he do it? Oh, oh I they love came it. Back. Oh, my God. One, one, of the, um, one of the teammates said, um, the, the guy, he was asked, oh, did you have to go through that to get to where you are today? And I hope I can get this right. He said, absolutely. He said, and we went through the years saying adversity will buy you a ticket to anywhere else you want to go in life. Hello. Listen, um, I need words. to write that down. That's, that's, that's tweetable. That's tweetable. That's tweetable. <laughs> Say it again. Adversity will buy you a ticket to wherever you want to go. Yeah. Hey. Or or to to buy you a ticket to places that you never would be able to go otherwise. Even that's something true. like that. Yeah, that was, that's yeah. awesome. It's it's worth listening to. You know, finding and listening to. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think we all need to hear that because we don't. You know, we'd be like, well, I don't want to experience this, or this is yeah. too rough. This is too hard. Or oh, what yeah. you going through? Yeah. You feel like 
this is where I'm going to always be. Yeah, and it's not. And I can never come back from it. Yeah. But they bounce back was That bounce back was strong. Did. And it was so good. Yeah. Because Texas, te- Texas, sorry. Y'all was it Texas Tech? Texas Tech uh-huh. was coming back. They had took the mm-hmm. lead. Then they tied it. Then they went into overtime. Yeah. Girl, it was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was just, it was a good game. So, I shout out to them. That was awesome. That's, I celebrate them. And now sad. I'm kind of geeked for next year for March Madness. You gonna have a party? You gonna do the bracket? I don't, I don't know about a party, but I want to know what's going on because I watched a few games and it was like, wow. Yeah, I love March Madness. The only thing I hate when the one team lose because then you always get to see the sad faces. Yeah, I hate to see. And they're so young. They so that's it. I feel like my sons out there cry. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. Healthy competition. Healthy competition. You have anything else? Let me see. Um. Well, I could have a lot, but one thing I want to do, let me do um, who I'm rooting for. Can I Yeah, do that? we can go right into it. Um, Maria Shriver. You put yeah. me on. She has a podcast called I me. was going to say that. Well, we can root together. That's fine. Can we root together? Go on. Be a cheerleading squad. Yeah. So she has a um, podcast called Meaningful Conversations, and she talks to different people. Mm-hmm. And so she did an episode with Tina No. Yeah, it was Tina good. Knows. Lawson, because she's married. That's now. your big she's sister, married. remember? Oh yeah, that's my big sister. She keeps forgetting to invite me to all the events, but one day I'm coming. I'm telling y'all. Anyway, that's my auntie. That's my big sister. That's all that. But no, she's a great example. She had an um, interview with her, mm-hmm. um, talking about being a parent, talking about reinventing herself, and um, just doing something new and mm-hmm. doing this with her husband, doing life with her husband. But she had an interview with. Kathy Lee Gifford, who, okay. who is leaving or who has already left probably by now the Today Show to do other things. And Kathy Lee Gifford um, is a Christian. She's saved. Mm-hmm. And she good and saved. Oh, I really? Mean, oh, for sure. She, she good and saved. She don't okay. play. She going to tell you what the Bible says. Oh, okay. She, yeah, she's serious about that. And just listening to Kathy Lee Gifford speak and just having a platform to just talk about the word of God. She talked about the origin of, you know, um, the children of Israel. She talked about why she chose to left to leave to the day. And she show. talked about all this on the podcast? Yes. Okay. On one of the episodes and just talked about um being able now to write more music, meaningful, inspirational, godly music, go to Israel more, and just you know, just d- dive deeper into her walk with Christ. Yeah. And she talked about, too, um, being of age, because her spouse has passed, so she's a widow, and how just to experience her lonely days. Mm. You know, it was just really, was really, really good. good. Like, being honest, like, yeah, I get lonely, and you know, I gotta keep myself going, and all of that. It was just really good, so shout out to Maria Shriver because of the stories that she's telling. Yeah. But then Kathy Lee Gifford, because she blessed my life. She mm-hmm. really did. She blessed my life. She yeah, really I did. just heard about her podcast, Maria Shriver. Yeah, so I definitely it was really, really good. To that. It was really good. And sometimes we don't have time. We don't have a lot of time to watch TV. Mm-hmm. And so those podcasts are really um, uh, valuable. Because mm-hmm. while you moving and shaking, instead of always, you know, listening to music, you can listen to meaningful conversations that right. kind of, you know, stimulate you to growth or what have you. Yeah, and it can just help you keep in tune with what's yep. going what's on. What's going on? So There's nothing better than telling your story. Right. Your, your story. That's right. Yeah, that people are benefited from when they hear your story. They are. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, sometimes they may never tell you. 
but they're right. always watching. Mm-hmm. So it's important. But that ble- that blessed me. That's true. Who did I have? I was rooting for. I had. I had. Yeah, Miss Tina Lawson. I had exactly. I'm looking at my notes. Exactly what you had. We're in tune, honey. In tune. Right. Give me some. No. No. We are in tune. Did you have anybody, Granny, that you thought about that you rooting for? Someone that's doing some amazing things. Somebody that has inspired you lately. Young woman. (laughs) She looking at us crazy. (laughs) You know, there's there's a young woman with I don't know like how young she is. You may be my age. And she's she's actually she's not a public figure, so it doesn't uh, have to be a public not figure. Not no. Okay, so she's at my church, and she has a very um, strong Pentecostal background. I'm not going to say her name. Okay. But she has a very strong Pentecostal background. But you can tell that life had taken her away from that. Okay. But you know, as I sat in my church through classes and different things like that, and and listened to her make commentary, she is she has a firm grasp of, grasp of the word of God and she's an awesome um, teacher so last month or yeah in March I asked her to teach our Christian education class on Sunday morning I asked her to teach for the whole month and she freaked out but she did it so the first week she taught you know our class is like um, an hour uh-huh. and so the first week she was done in like 25 minutes Okay, mm-hmm. and then the second week she went a little bit longer, uh-huh. you know. And by the third week, you know, she was asking, uh, am I out of time? She was in yeah, her zone. She was in, her, in zone. her zone. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And um, it, it's just so it's just so amazing. The first year I went to the church, uh, she was one of the speakers for Sunday morning and Women's Day. Mm. She was amazing. I fully expected to hear from her that year that she was called to ministry. Mm. But because she knows so much, about the church and the, I mean the universal church, mm-hmm. and she knows so much about holiness right. and ministry. She's very reluctant, you right. know, okay. to come forward because you know how, how you know we know ourselves, so yeah. we like well, we can't do that, right? You know, um, but this month she's 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 ministering again, Aww. you know. So I'm really rooting for her. You know, she always say, I don't know what uh, Pastor Lewis got in mind, but I am um, open this year. To whatever God that. is going to do. That's so, nice. Yep, yep. I'm rooting for her really, really hard. And I know I know she's going to knock it out of the park. Wow, I'm yeah. not even, I don't have any trepidation about that. Um, but she's going to do it. But in that, Ma, I'm going to root for you. Because you always pull out of women what, uh, what lays dormant. And you just wake it back up. Oh, God. You teach them how to stir. Because we have to stir up our own gift. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But you teach us. How to stir, mm-hmm. so I'm. But I, you know, I tell you that anyway, yeah. I'm rooting for you. And people are always like, tell your mama this, or I'm doing this because Lewis said, because Lewis I said. So that, that is really cool that yeah. you know you get to. But you know, we were talking earlier about being so separate from people until when you need ministry, mm-hmm. you know. But those same people that you pour into, right. Are supposed to be able to pour back, pour into back you, into you. Yeah. And, and they have done that, and that, you yeah. feel enriched. That has happened, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. To, just to watch them and to listen to them and say, you know what? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Oh. And then they tell you what the Lord said, or yeah. they tell you, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And that's a blessing. Uh-huh. I mean, that's fruit. That is. 
That is, that is true. The Lord said you want to be fruitful that your fruit would remain. Hallelujah. You see it remaining. It's remaining. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I admire that about you, Grandma, too. I really do. And you're, you, the patience that you have. Mm-hmm. It takes patience. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes insight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To look at somebody, then you can look beyond just what you see right at, there. At that moment, yeah. Yeah, and you can look beyond and say it's something more mm-hmm. to that. And, and and you know what? What's more important, too, for you, and I know it's not a celebration of yeah. you, but I get to celebrate But it you. is. I mean, we don't but have to get to have no, these No, because we need more yeah. women like that, especially in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You know, certain organizations, they have it all set up. Here's the elderly, you know, the elder women. And but certain organizations don't have that set up. So you almost have to look for that. But that you will be a safe place mm-hmm. for women. Because nowadays, women don't know who to trust. True. Oh, that's true. And then they don't know what to do or what's in them. So true. if the Lord is dealing with you or trying to um, burst some out of you if you don't have like a midwife or you don't have somebody to help you get that out mm-hmm. you don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. and and then you're just stuck or you feel like well I'm not worthy to do it or I don't know how to do it well I just won't do it Yeah. so that's what I'm saying I appciate that of being a safe place that's something I, you know I try not try I work on shout out to report because I took a report leadership years ago and they say never say oh you sure did did. so that's why I always correct try yeah but my my goal is to always be a safe place Mm -hmm. you know for people to come because I I saw a safe place in my mind and I think you are yeah I I, and I I admire that (laughs) um I really do I think you are that's what I see and that's what encouraged me to build those relationships with women, yep. with linking all women, yep. because that safe place is something that it's I see, yeah. something that I felt. Yeah. And yeah. It's so important. And, I'm, and, you know, sometimes we're of the mindset that says, you know, well, I didn't get it. So, you know, then let people get it on their own. But, you know, sometimes you're blessed by being to someone else what you didn't have for yourself. That is so true. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you didn't get it, then give it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, once you're able to, then give it. Right. And God knows how to redeem the time for you. He knows how to pour back into you in ways that you would never anticipate. You know, and that that's important. It doesn't always uh, mean because somebody else did it and passed it down to you and passed it down to you. Maybe you never got it. Right. But then be that. Be that. Do it. Be to someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. Mm-hmm. Not do unto others as somebody else did to you. Come on. Mm-hmm. Bring that clarity. Yeah. Be what you want to see. Be yeah. what you want to see. Be what you want to see. Yes. Today's topic. We kind of was in there. Like, we're we? already in it, hitting it. You know, talking about... um intergenerational relationships, how valuable it is, how important it is to have the wisdom, to have the balance, not just have that one point of view, which is your view, but to also have wisdom to back it up so you can balance it out. Mm -hmm. And so today we're talking about um, intergenerational relationships, but from um, mother-daughter perspective picture. Mm -hmm. And so we have grandma on here. I call her granny. And she's going to, this is our root. This is my root. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's going to share, mom share. And we're just going to share about how we have, you know, established our relationship. What do, What is our root and what do we do to maintain it, to sustain it? Grandma. Really? <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, I had a difficult relationship with my mother. 
And I learned that's because she had a difficult time herself. And so a lot of what I felt like I needed, we weren't able to build that, you know. Mm. And I remember so many times um, standing in my doorway, looking across the street at a family. uh, Actually, it was the Blackwell family. I don't know that they'll listen to the podcast, but I connect with them on Facebook all the time. But it was a Blackwell Blackwell family. And this lady, she had like three daughters. And I just saw the relationship that she had with her girls. And I was like, wow. You know, and I I didn't necessarily say I wish I had. Well, yeah, I did say I wish I had it. I didn't. But I, what I did say as well is that I'm not going to deny my girls, my mm-hmm. children. I didn't know I would have girls. Um, I would not. do. I'm not going to deny that kind of relationship to them. And so, again, it's a real example of not necessarily giving what you got but intentionally given what you didn't get right? Mm-hmm. to make sure that they, that my girls, uh, Shalana Rashida, didn't grow up feeling some of the things that I felt when I was growing up. So intentionally, we were close. Well, I got married young. I was married when I was 17. Shalana came when I was 17. Rashida came when I was 20. And then I wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And so it was just the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we just, we, just, we just did it together. And we grew together. We were young enough that we could grow together, and it was very intentional to have them a part of my life, um, to have them understand what, you know, what life was about, Mm -hmm. to talk to them. We ride in the car, we just be talking. Yes, Lord have mercy. Just ride and talk. (laughs) You know, we we didn't have a lot of money. No. And things like that. You know, we would go to Pizza Hut every other Friday when I got paid. Yep. You know, J.C. Penney's on Saturday. J.C. Penney Warehouse on Saturday. Get a $5 dress. Until they got too big. And when we would go go to Pizza Hut on Thursday or whatever payday was, it got to where I wasn't getting anything to eat. (laughs) So then we had to switch to another pizza place and get that we got two for one. Two for one. Yes. So then they I could get something that, eat, and then they could have it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I remember pizza when I came into the yeah. picture. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they would eat their pizza. I would go to church. They would eat their pizza. We'd come back go to J.C. Penney's Warehouse. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But we just, we did it intentionally, mm. you know, and, and that, that, that's what I could say, you know, and I would say, I would talk to them about real life things when they yeah. were five, six, seven years old. Talk to them about friendships. So yeah. you started early. I started early. Yeah, yeah. You know, we would have conversations about sex. Yeah. You know, five, <laughs> six, seven. You know, I can't never say what my kids didn't know, or I can't say I didn't. They can't say I didn't tell them. Right. You know, whatever they decided to do, they decided to do. But it wasn't because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Oh me! Oh. <laughs> so like, so what do you feel like you gained from that? Yeah, and, and um, I feel um, in regards to my relationship with my mom, I feel like it's priceless. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have um, I feel like I have a very, I feel like I have a gift. You know, I, and a gift is something special. A mm-hmm. gift is something that everybody doesn't get. So with my mother, I feel like I have a gift, and sometimes I have to be mindful, like. Okay, she's 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 your mom, but to me it's like my mom is like, ah. <laughs> you know, I just yeah, feel like that. Pretty. All I, right, <laughs> I just I feel like like I I'm I'm mindful of the fact that she is priceless, not just to me. <clears throat> 
sorry about my voice. Not just to me, but to the earth. Mm. I really do. I'm mindful that I, I admire. That's deep wisdom. I'm serious. I think about like stuff she talked to us about, especially about how to deal with women. Mm-hmm. She really taught us how to um, know that when you're dealing with women, it's so much behind what they're showing you. You know, friendships. You know, like they say now, if somebody show you who you are, who they are, believe them. Well, she was telling us that long time ago. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know if that's how you you and your friends want to be. Or when we had boyfriends, she was always receptive, always mm-hmm. receptive to them. Um, if something wasn't right, she wasn't cutting up with them. You know, she might say something to us. Okay. I remember when I got married, was getting married. <clears throat> And we was coming up on the wedding day. And she pulled me to the side. She said, okay, now you're going to be a wife. I don't know if you remember this. He's going to be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. That. <laughs> You know, so, you know, like, you're not, you can't be the boss. She was implying, like, you know, sometimes you're going to have to step back. You're yeah. going to have to. Y'all got to do this together. That's because you've know, you been, you been grown since I've been, you was 11 I've years been old. Grown. And she taught us independence. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, my mother did give me that. Yeah, her yeah, mama gave me. her independence. Yeah. My mama was That's a That's a deep root. My mama was a beast. She, yeah. worked, she taught us how to go to work every day. Every day. My mama went to work every day. When I had, my, uh, when I had you, my mama, uh, I think I was only out of school three weeks. Nope, we going back to school. <laughs> Took your finals. Yeah. Yes, we graduate on time. I ain't miss nothing. Yeah. I miss nothing. But that's the most priceless thing. Because when I see young young women pregnant now, they act like they were about the end. I'm like, girl, you better get off. You better get Let's chop, Let's chop. Right. You know, I didn't miss anything. But my mama took my baby to the child care babysitter every day. Yeah. And I had to get on the bus every day, go pick her up. You know, pick you up or whatever. But it taught me responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it also taught that parents can help. Right. You don't take over, but right. you do need help. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, you hear parents, well, I just let them do it. But people need help. Yeah, mm-hmm. If you if you act like they don't need help, come on now. Yeah. Then when they crumble, you look at them, point, point your finger. No, they need help. They just don't need to be, um, you don't have to take over. Because mm-hmm. it taught me how to make sure you straight. Mm-hmm. Go get my baby every day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Go yeah. do this. I mean, you was kind of never want to leave me. A lot of times, I'm like, I want to go somewhere. I remember taking you. Yeah, I cried. I cried. Taking you to somebody's house. I was going to have a whole weekend I think myself. it was on Phyllis' house. Yeah. And I cried. And I remember. to go back and get her. And that was family. I'm like, why she don't want to stay? Yeah, it was but, on Phyllis' house. But, but you I know what? When y'all were little, uh, you know, I was playing to go out or whatever. <laughs> we didn't I, like that either. No, I would take uh, take y'all sometime over Phyllis' house. Yeah. God bless Phyllis. And, um. Then I would change my mind. I'd be like, I'm going back and get my kids. Did you? you know? really? I would do that. Somehow, I you didn't come back and get us. <laughs> yeah, we called it. Like, we want to come on. No, that, that's that one time you went to Aunt Hattie. Yes. <laughs> Aunt Hattie had you working. She had the basement. me working. And, um, and, and, and they were calling. You guys were calling to come back home. I made you stay. No, do it, Aunt Hattie. Right. She said, let Aunt Hattie teach you something. I'm like, man. Yeah. But, you know, it's those things. That says a lot, though. When you want to go back to your mom. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Because you want to be with your mom. Yeah. But those are the I things still want to be I, with my mom. You do, girl. I love you. Mm-hmm. But those are, and I still like being with my mom. Yes. I still sit yes. on my mama lap. Yes. Yeah. And those are the things that I appreciate. Um, Just our relationship. She always says, girl, you don't ever disappoint me. You know, sometimes you think like, mom, I messed up or mom this. And she, she never just 
you don't disappoint me. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not this. I remember when I was pregnant with you, she said, well, I guess us going to have us mm-hmm. <laughs> a baby. I'm sorry, my yeah. voice was going out. I guess us going to have us a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. And I'm not saying that you're just supposed to accept everything. Right. But it's there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what you going to do? Well, and it was how she did and it. And you were already feeling some yeah, kind of way. Some I did kind not of way. Need to perpetuate that. Yeah. And the fact is, okay, and I used to say all the time, I'd rather have a baby than have somebody throw you down in the alley. Right. And, you know, I, I just, you know, a baby is easy to love. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah. it's not what you desire at a certain age, you know, for your daughter or whatever, but I made it. But remember, if, I don't know if y'all seen if Bill Street could talk, Regina King. No, I didn't movie. see it. But see that, it that's, that's one of the major um, storylines. Okay. The daughter has a baby. Okay. You know, young, about 17, 18, whatever, 20 or whatever. And the boyfriend's in jail, um, incorrectly charged, but he's there. Yeah. And so she really fights for, like, look, we're going to have us a baby. Yeah. yeah. So those are the things. Like, she taught uh, She taught us our voice. Mm-hmm. She taught us our voice. Because when I was younger, <laughs> I was I was very boisterous. <laughs> and, um, you know, people had these ways about, but my mama taught me my voice. Mm-hmm. And then after a certain hour, that's what she said. That's what she said. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? But every now and then, she'll be like, nah, Yeah. you know, whatever. But she taught us, she taught us respect. She taught us how to work. She taught us how to um, be about our business. And mm-hmm. I wanted you to think for yourself. Yep, she did. You know, and a lot of times for you, Shalon, especially people have um, looked at you and sometimes, in my estimation, devalued you yeah. because you we're we're alike. I mean, you're right. my child. Right. And we grew up together kind of, sort of, because yeah. I had you when I was 17. But your thoughts are your thoughts. Yep. You know. Yep. But your ways are not my ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's All true. the time. Yeah. You know, but you, but I, you know, you able to formulate your own thoughts. And I still get that. You just like your mom. Yeah. You look like your mom. Mm-hmm. You this. And I be like, my mama to me is more patient than I am. <laughs> my mama is more, because I'm not, but you are so right, mom, yeah. that people think Cause I feel a certain way. It's my mama's thought. Yeah, that, yeah. that I. That you. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's how I feel. If you ask me whether she in the room or out of the room, nope. That's me. That's what yeah. I think. Right. I I think that's. Yeah. <laughs> but because I get the whole thing, you you know. But if if we are gonna be influenced by anyone, why, why not? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so I just I'm a, I'm appreciative of that. You giving me my voice. The most important thing you gave us, God. He would mm-hmm. always say, "Y'all know." We all we got. God got us here. God did this. I mean, God, God, God. But it turned out to be, you know, the best thing that right. could have ever happened well, to us. Well, you know, it's the greatest privilege is to be you and Rashida's mom. Oh. And I feel like God just took me and split me in half. Yeah. And poured half of me into yeah. you and the other half into Rashida. Wow. And it was important for you all to be who you were yeah. and not, I didn't try to, didn't want to forge you it, even though I did dress you like for a long time. I know, you right? Know? For how long, Grandma? I don't exactly remember. <laughs> we well, got changed for how long? Until they got tired. Yeah, because we yeah. had a picture. <laughs> we had a picture. I think we. She might have. I might have been out of high school. She might have been middle school. We had the same sweater on. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I was consistent. When they took school pictures. I was yeah. consistent, and it wasn't the same same sweater. We just had bought yeah. the sweater, you know. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, you know, but it was like, you know, 
I understand where you're coming from because that's me. Mm-hmm. But I also understand she took a different path. She did. And, but that's me too. Yeah, it yeah. is you. Yeah, all day so long. So it's just looking like... Just looking at you in two different lenses. It oh really my is, god! If you want to know her, you want to know her, please. It's yes. weird. That is you know, yes. But 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 it's important to let your children be who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got to take them and and you know you got to mold it a little bit. You got to refine it a little bit. But you know you got to be who you are. And and as far as um our our family, when you came along, Chris, it, you know I I said to our family, I said this is either gonna pull us together, right, mm-hmm. or it's gonna pull us apart, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and we chose together. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why Rashida's the incredible aunt that you right. know that you are. Because at first she was she was young, yeah. Right. She was like what a baby, what? right? I'm the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. from the moment you got here, yeah, you know you couldn't keep her away from you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that all of that has to do with allowing children to be who they are, talking to them. Yeah. You know, validating their feelings, affirming, you know, and, and say not everything is correct, but you you feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, you I can't say, well, you shouldn't feel like that, but you do. And so then what do we do with where you're at right now? And and help people like that. People used to hear me talk to my kids and they like on the phone or whatever, and they'd be like, Why are you really you know, it's interesting. <laughs> you talk to them like they're you know, adult. I mm-hmm. talk to them like they can think. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can't be with them all the time. Right. Yeah. I need them to be able to make decisions for themselves. Yeah. You know, I don't need you to be out somewhere and then, you know, something happened. You can't get to me because this wasn't an age of pagers and cell phones right. and, sure, sure. and things like that. You got to know who to go to. Right. You know, I had a little network of friends. Right. You know, if you don't want to talk to me, talk to Phyllis. That's you don't want to talk to Phyllis, talk yeah. to Sandy. Sandy. But yep. talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, yeah. talk to Barbara. Yeah. You know, but God was good. He he, he protected us. Mm-hmm. He and you definitely passed that down to mom. I you got to think for yourself. You got to think. What were you thinking? I just thought we we was just talking before we started the episode, and I was like, because you know sometimes I say bubblehead. I say when I start seeing bubbles, I start popping them, <laughs> popping them with affirmation. Nope, yeah. you better than this. You smarter than this. Right? We, yeah. we popping all bubbles. Yeah. You gonna have your brains. You gonna yeah. use it. It was always guidance, but it was also. You got to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to think for yourself. So you, like, getting back to you, mom, like, like, what is one thing that you just carried over um, from grandma? God, and we're all we got. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to be a present mother. Mm-hmm. My mother, even though she worked <clears throat> and we never sat with her in church. Those are the two things. Yeah, I hated that. That if I have to say, oh, I hated that. Mm-hmm. I never sat with my mom in mm-hmm. church. Never. So when we Why? was in church, because you was always working in church. Yes. She was very active in ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very active in ministry. And I think that part she put on me, because my sister was like, huh, we'll be all right. You know, so, and she was active, but not as active. Yeah. And so it was hard for me to know that I don't have to do everything. Because yeah. my mom... That's all I saw. That's all I saw. But that's the one thing. Just being present. My mother always made sure we was present. I mean, she went places. She did things. Mm -hmm. But she spent time with us a lot. And then whenever she was going to, like, I'm going to go out. She was sitting down. I'm going out of town for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time she told me, you going to be in charge? Ain't nobody coming over here. Like, I don't need to get no babysitter because you you old enough yeah. to know what to do. So then you be scared to do something. And my mother was upstairs. And her mother yeah. was upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But just the don't fact that... people on me now. No, yeah. I, was, I think I was 16. Oh, okay. okay. But just the point of whenever she was doing something, it wasn't just, I'm gone. Right. You know, she yeah. would talk to us 
um, about it. So that, like, I try to talk to you guys, mm-hmm. even now, even though you're grown. Okay, mom and dad, we getting ready to go do this. You know, mm-hmm. we tell y'all, you, keep you, you, keep, you know, and just stay present. That's true. And my mama said, keep your business. We're going in this house, stay in this house. And more so, like, you don't have to explain everything That's to true. everybody. Mm-hmm. Hold your hold your head up was a big thing because I needed that at the time yeah. hold your head up and, and you keep it moving and those are the things she never um, made me feel like a disappointment mm-hmm. you know as humans we may feel like we are a disappointment but it's amazing when the people around you still keep you encouraged my yeah. mother never I felt that too yeah. I, I, what, I don't have kids yet and um, I do want children, probably one, but no. <laughs> but you know, me talking about it today, mm-hmm. um, I appreciate how Grandma was able to impart that into you, and you impart it to me. Like one of the main things with me is nurturing the gifts inside of me. Right. So Grandma seen it, you mm-hmm. seen it, but you were the one that pushed me and helped me to bring it out. Oh, good. You know, mm-hmm. that was amazing to just be able to feel that, to see that. Um, and it's just been a ride. For me, it's been a more of taking the observation mm-hmm. and then God gave me something mm-hmm. to actually birth to mm-hmm. give to the world. Well, you know, you said we you know, we had this thing about at the table. Right. Yeah. You know, because we had, you know, it was my mom, my sister. Right. My children, you know, it was us. And my do- my niece, Courtney, and we would annually or a couple times a year, we would come together. They lived in Tennessee and we were here and we would just, one night, every time they gathered, you know, they came to town, we would all be at the at table. At the table. We would sit at this table, whether it was at That was before Red Table Talk. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and we would just talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. and when you were very young, um, me and the girls used to always go out, you know, uh, me and myself and Shalana Rashida. And then I started telling Shalana, we need to bring Crystal. Yeah. It's time for her to sit at the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I just said to Rashida, it's time to we need to get Libby and Lauren mm-hmm. and sit them at the table. Yeah. Because then you, you, you absorb more than you take when people start pouring into you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just observe um, and you're able to grasp for yourself. You understand context. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get information, but you, you got to know context to know how to use it. Yeah. Right. You, you, to use the information. And you sat at our table earlier, so you kind of came up for me, you were like granddaughter, daughter. Yep. You know, because right. of the age, of the age okay. that okay. that Shalon was right. when we had you. But you I didn't take you on as my daughter. But, still, but I had to oversee you right. as I was overseeing my own child. And so, you know, and that's why a lot of times you see like the four of us together. Right. And then you know, so then sometimes I make it I make a point of having just the three of us together okay. because you're Shalon's daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. You my granddaughter, mm-hmm. and so I think it's real special, yeah, girl. Ain't nothing we do. like it. But yeah. you know, and 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 so that was important to pull the young people in. Yeah. Soon, you know. Mm-hmm. So when my sister and I, when we would hang out, and she's twelve years older than me. When we would hang out, then at some point we started bringing the girls mm-hmm. in. So then we had Shalon and Rashida and Courtney, and then we would start talking about adult issues. Right. And my mother right. with them at the table, and then pretty soon it was time Everybody to bring you in, yeah. and now. It's time to sit with Livy and Lowe. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, 13 and 15 years old, we behind. Yeah. <laughs> but they sit at the table, though. They, yeah. yeah. They sit at they, the table. They, they, just they sit in the room. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. they be acting like they ain't paying attention. But right. They, they pay they attention. They at the table. Yeah. They and then I, the and table. I, know, I know their mom is, is, is poor. Oh, yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that's how you 
um, shape the next generation. Mm. You know, you expose them, you share with them, you talk to them, you um, you find out what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we get together, we ain't always listening to music. Sometimes we get together, okay, what you doing next month? That you is know? true. What you got going on? Nadia, what you got? I on? like when you do that with the last time we was together, all the grandkids was here and you was asking each one of them, like, what you want to do next and what mm-hmm. you doing in you your did, life. Yeah, yeah, Remember she, she did. Got, and then you get to hear. And you got to respond. Because even, <laughs> yeah, you do because even my sons, both of their girlfriends was here and yeah. you was even asking them yeah. and they were just yeah. talking yeah. and so you just you know you make everybody feel like they matter and that they're yeah, present they do, man. yeah but I'm just saying yeah. I thought that was so valuable cause like if we have an event you know I I conk out early. <laughs> but my kids still be there. Yeah. Want to talk to you. Yeah, the grandkids are the last to leave. <laughs> we are the last to leave. Yeah, they're we the are. last we to love leave. Family last time I think I left uh, Crystal and Matthew and AJ, I left y'all down here. I went to bed. Yeah. They, you know, some of them was yeah. in here in the morning, some of them were gone. But I they're sure. the last. But to that's leave. back to but the safe place. But that says a lot about you. I'm back to the it. safe place. You make a safe place. You do. You make a safe I got a question, though, for you, Grandma, because you hold the matriarch role now. How do you feel, or like, you seeing what's going on now? Because mm-hmm. you had your daughters, mom, Rashida, now. Her kids, their kids, me. Like, what are you feeling now? Blessed. Yeah. I, you know, like, I, I, I'm looking at my great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed. And I saw what you had posted the other day. Najee had his daughter. Was that Barnes & Noble? Yeah. yeah. Just sitting there reading her. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. What? You yeah. know, how old is Najee? 20? 25. 25. Yeah. You know, come on now. That was beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I feel blessed, you know, and sometimes I, I don't really like take the reins and just, you know, lord it over, you know, because I'm, I'm just, that's just not my personality, you know, but I do feel the weight of the responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, I, I work it in prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, AJ and I had a conversation, um, it was one of the holidays, it was Christmas or, or Thanksgiving in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I just walked away saying, Jesus, Lord God, help us. And then a couple of weeks ago, he called me, Granny, can I come over and talk? Mm-hmm. And we had a totally different kind of conversation. Wow. And I left praising God. Wow. You know, because I know that, that God can make the difference. They've seen it. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So they've absorbed it. They just have to make decisions. And that's something how it. she's going into the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because even our husbands. Yeah. They come to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. come to you. Yeah, situation. So I'm going to try to hold out on mine. I did. <laughs> <laughs> they came to me. He's like, Deacon I'll call you. Deacon yeah, not Nate. Deacon Nate came to me and said, I call you mama. Yeah. And he did. He yeah. loved doing that. He texted that. me the next day. You busy? I said, are you at home? Are you busy? I said, I'm not at home, but I'm not busy. <laughs> he loved it. You are definitely yes. a safe place, grandma. That's my dude. You, you know, but I place. think the Lord, I wanted, I thought I wanted boys. Because oh, okay. I just thought I wanted boys. But the, the, the Lord knew I was going to be by myself with right. you guys. And so he gave me girls. And mm-hmm. so then we were able to grow up. Just like this, right, you know, yeah. people kind of look in on our relationship. Right. It's like, ooh, that's weird. But we grew up together. Right. But then they brought these great guys into our family. Mm-hmm. You know, Nathan was like my first son. Yeah. You know, true. matter of fact, I used to call him number one. Yeah. Until Terry came along, <laughs> <laughs> and Terry wasn't having it. <laughs> right. So when Terry ain't around, I call him number one. Yeah, you, you call know? him number one. But they, they're great guys. Yeah. You know. And what did Terry call you? The Godmother. The Godmother. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. So I feel blessed. Yes. And I know I'm blessed. You know, a lot of times I say, I know I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to be arrogant with that. It's not that. It's just like I realized mm-hmm. just how good God's been to me. He's been, he been good to me. Mm-hmm. He really has. But yeah. that go back to what you were saying that the um, guy said, the um, the Virginia team, about adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That oh, adversity yeah. will... It will, it will... It will buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. To take you... Places you never thought you'd be able to. Right. You know, and, and that really has yeah. happened for us. I mean, yeah. we had a lot of stuff. We had you a know, lot we, of stuff. We had a lot of stuff. And still do, but yeah. God and still holds us do, together. You know, yeah. and, but, but God to put people in your life. Yeah. In, you know, the last, when we were all going to church together, we had some people at the church with us that had been with, we had been in church together when I was young. Mm-hmm. And so they knew um, when you came along, they knew what happened with all of that. And so, yeah. you know, they, they weren't in our face. They never, we never hung out, but I would hear stories of how in the background they would say, you don't know where the Lord brought them from. Mm. You don't know what God has done from them, you yeah. know, done for them. And, oh, you know, God got their hand, got his hand on their life, right. you know, and they didn't say that directly to us, mm-hmm. you know, but some, you know how sometimes things will get to you because God, he let, one thing you never know is who's watching you. Right. That's true. You know, and I always use the analogy about the tree, the fruit tree. And somebody's eating off your tree. Mm. And so it's up to us to to determine what kind of fruit we're going to serve. Mm. Are we going to serve good, healthy fruit? Or are we going to huh. offer fruit that's rotten? You know, uh, fruit with worms in it. Because wow. somebody's eating off your tree. Yeah. And so it's up to us, you know, to develop the kind of fruit that people can thrive from. Mm-hmm. And not fruit that's going to make you sick. Wow. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Did she get into your dick? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> do you do do you, mom or or grandma, have any advice to give for mothers and daughters? I mean, we t- we talked, we covered a lot. We covered a lot, but in in this new day and age, because I will say this: one of the reasons why I think God gifted me to be able to launch Lincoln All Women is because of what I seen because of my roots and so with that I think that um it is important for us to be able to share and to impart back into you know people's lives of what we have been allowed to live and the lessons and the the celebrations and all of those type of things the intergenerational relationships is important and we don't often see that a lot now because like even with the view yeah. You know the disrespect. Absolutely, that goes to show you. Absolutely, it's 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 kind of out the window. I I would say to moms that your mom matters. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, like I said, my mother and I had a, st- a, a stressful time. You know, she had like a she was in a very uh, violent marriage. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. She mm-hmm. never told me that. You know, and I never. And then I I was daddy's pet. Mm-hmm. So that kind of positions you kind of right. oddly. Mm-hmm. Plus, my sister and brother were twelve and thirteen years older than me. Now, you got her in this violent relationship, and now she got a kid coming. You know, I was probably the last thing she wanted to see. And she didn't have the same relationship with God that the Lord allowed me to have. Mm -hmm. And so that made a difference. But my mom had a relationship with you guys that she didn't have with me. You know what I'm saying? So she was still, you know, I didn't keep you guys from her. And she didn't withhold herself from you. Mm-hmm. Now, Crystal, you know some stuff. She know way more than all of us. That that I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Courtney and Rashida and Shalon mm-hmm. know some things. 
that I didn't know. She was hard on Shalon, but that's because she was... She was scared for her. She was very hard. You know, <laughs> she was very hard on Shalon, but she was a she was afraid for her. Yeah, you know, she was frightened. She didn't know how things were gonna turn out. Yeah, you know, and sometimes parents they that's their way. Yeah, and and so I would say to moms today, if your mom is around, her voice matters. She still matters. Right. You know, and then I know we got this new way of communicating with kids or not, and I would say communicate with your kids. And talk to them. You don't have to tell them all your business, but you can let them know enough to know that you know what they're doing. Now. Right. I see you. I right. Let me tell you what happened when you do this. Right. You know, enough to let them know, maybe I need to listen to her. Yeah. Right. She might have, you know, you don't have to have no God syndrome with your kids. You're not their savior. You're right. Their mm-hmm. You're that's their that's a good point. That's you a know. very good point. Yeah. 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 So that's what I would say. Talk to your children. Remember, your mother matters. If you, you know, you, and to respond to your question concerning the gener- intergenerational kind of thing, you know, a lot of times, you know, um, um, older women they don't say a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they just say a little. You know, but those little words, the, the little things that uh, some of the young women that I ministered to, and truly, we were able to raise up an army of right. of, of saints and believers right. and stuff like that. And it's just little things. I remember mm-hmm. you said. You know, I remember you said, like, wow, you know, when did I say that? That's true. Or I remember you said, yeah. it, but all you said was, and that ignited something. So words matter, you know, and the way you communicate them matters. And how you view people matter. And how you treat people when they're up and when they're down. When they right. make you proud and when they don't. When right. my um older, when my youngest daughter graduated from high school, she kind of graduated, you know, with honors and different things like that. I gave them both flowers. I gave both of them because Shalon kind of had to oversee Rashida. Mm-hmm. When I was doing all this work and, and being gone and different things like that, she's only two and a half years older than her. Mm-hmm. You know, but she had to kind of oversee her. So when I looked at what whoever's victory in the family was all of our victory. Yeah. You know, and I think that's important to yeah, know. Yeah, that's and true. That keeps you together. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, it kind of... I think that's what kept us, keep us together now. It is. Yeah, because yeah. then you don't have we that... we celebrate everything. We exactly. We, <laughs> we celebrate do. everything. And you don't have that, you know, she thinks she... Da, 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 da. You yeah. don't have that. Yeah. Right? Because when she achieves, we achieve. Right. Yeah. You know, we all... Mm-hmm. Because everybody has to sacrifice for somebody to be great. That's true. Everybody mm-hmm. has to sacrifice. And so, you know, that, that's that's another thing, you know. And I've seen a couple of young women. I'm not going to name them, but I've seen a couple of women um, on Facebook, and they celebrate their kids, and they just right. kind of encircle their kids. Right. And it's, it, it's nothing like those children feeling that, that circle of strength mm-hmm. around them. So, you know, it helps them know, I, I can be strong. I can do yeah. this, you know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I'm full, child. I am too. You full, girl. And you know what? Yeah. I, I like what you said too. In the last part, how you said how the mothers are encircling their kids, or you know, mm-hmm. putting their arms around. <laughs> That's so important because you live. We live in a time where it's every man for themselves. Yeah, we do. And um, people are so busy doing them. That you forget your children, That's right? Mm-hmm. And you cannot forget your that children. That is what is happening. Even when they become grown, no, you're not in their life all the time. But you should be planting seeds. You should be buying your hair from them. You should be reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. I have two children that live out of town. I'm always sending them a text or mm-hmm. dropping them a hello. I'm not buying my hair without mentioning all of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, when one person uh, have a victory, everybody does. Mm-hmm. Mike just got a. 
certificate or something. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing they did, let me call him. You know, it's just like everything yeah. matters. And when we get together, everything matters. And it don't mean that stuff is perfect. Because mm-hmm. we've gotten together in some sad times. Right. True. And some yeah. rough times. Yeah. And sometimes it was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. But we were still together. together. And if you feel like you got a village, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel like you can make it through just about anything, mm-hmm. and um, you have to, you know, it's, you have to be mindful of situations and people that try to pull you away from that village on, yeah. because they may pull you away, but they're not going to be your village. Right. True. They just want to see you away from that. They just want to destroy. it. No. That's a great point, Mom. That is. We have had that. We, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you have that. to. You have to stay hold to what is strong for you. Yeah. And you know what's strong for you. And I thank God for your foundation, Grandma, yes. for giving us God. Because yes. if you didn't have God, yeah. when that happened of trying to pull away, I mean, we would have been all over the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the foundation of us having God, I just really commend you and for that. Keeping and keeping God. And keeping God. And knowing that... Regardless of any um, party or person that tried to come in to possibly see what's going on to break what the union the you know that we have apart, we know that God is the source. Yeah. So right. we look to God, and it keeps you humble. Yeah, it does. And then, you know, like I I love about my family is anybody can come in. That's and true. Because we've that always had true. people just feel up like part of family. Yeah. But that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's family. That's how it's supposed to be. There was a time in the Bible when they went to um uh well when they got when they settled in one area, they said if if the slaves or if the people from a different um ethnic background, if they choose to dwell, mm-hmm. bring them in. Bring them in. Mm-hmm. Make them a part of your family. Mm-hmm. You you know, we can't shun everybody because somebody doesn't have it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you guys got married. Um, when you got married, everybody's family was here. Yeah. But both of your husband's families moved away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what if we were exclusive? Right. What if we didn't include them? What if they didn't feel Feel included? Yeah. What if I was the mother, you know, the mother-in-law running for the witch of the year? Right. You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, they, they can be as close as they want to be. That's true. You know, and you have to include people. And they, I just thought that was really odd. Sometimes, they some, did both some, of them. Yeah, both of them moved away. And I mean, they're moved. not, they're close family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys are close to their family. Yeah. You know, they and are. So, I, you know, you know, sometimes you didn't really get a feel for the loss they may have felt when That's their family true, moved away. And we're catching it now, though, Mom, aren't we? Because, yeah. like, sometimes I have to go my husband away for yeah. holidays or yeah. she goes with her husband away. Yeah. But we don't, and at first it was like, we don't want to go. <laughs> no, we said you saw, yeah, you saw, you I said with my mama and yeah. I had to you humble. You got spoiled. Yeah. yeah, and I had to humble myself. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> he with us every Thanksgiving. And that, that's, that's what I, you know, I had to say this, my, this time. Yeah. I had 46 Thanksgivings with her. I yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> right. You know, I, I mean, it was a change. It was yeah. different. Yeah. You, know, you remember for Christmas one time, it was just us because Rashida had to go. Yeah. And that was so weird. Yeah. And I think we all stayed on the phone. <laughs> and all of that. But I think that's when our, our group text, yes. you know, yes. and the FaceTime. FaceTime, Rashida's coming in to yeah. always make sure we connected through that. Yeah. So, like, the new stuff, technology-wise, mm-hmm. keeps us together. Yeah. That, that's so true. Yeah, 
Yeah. How you feeling, girl? I'm I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm feeling everything that I have witnessed, and uh, I was able to be. And you're blessed a part with. of. I'm a part of. You know, I I just think that it's important to have those relationships because for me, anything I've done in my life thus far. Um, I'm embarking on 32 years. It wasn't um, because I just knew everything and because I just had all the knowledge. I, I had a great support system. I have wisdom and mentors and, you know, all of that good stuff to help me to be the woman who I am today. So it's just a blessing to be able to bring, bring grandma on to share to share our roots. Thank you, mama. You going to come back? Grandma going to come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here by invitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yep. right, that's episode seven. Episode seven. Uh, we had some wholeness going on, yeah. some completion going on, yep. and we're celebrating. Yep. Thank you for sharing with us her her roots podcast. Thank you for tuning and we're in. Out and we're out. You have just tuned into her roots, a Lincoln All Woman podcast where we share honest thoughts, generational perspectives and biblical truths. We encourage you to stay connected and follow Her Roots on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us for next week's garden experience. Invite the girls in your world.